December 28, 2022. It's a lot for Pedro
Africa If I were a hospice worker I went into the room where you were laying I would remove the flies from your eyes Africa If I were a hospice worker I went into the room where you were laying I would remove the flies from your eyes I would sit with you day and night I would wash your hot face with cool cloths I would spoon feed you while cradling your skeletal head I would empty your spoils I would press you clean fresh water You would avoid bed sores because I would turn you over And constantly change your sheets
Show. Happy Wednesday. Right. Watch for Show. Happy Wednesday. David Murray. Uh, we started with, with John Coltrane doing Ugundi. I think this is the last recording ever of John Coltrane. April yeah. of 1967. Yeah. Oh. You know, like Franz Kafka Edgar Allan Poe, 40 years old. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Yes. But I I have to say, he he made a lot of music, though, in those those years he he was given. Yeah. But so short, huh? Yeah. I remember when I was 40. And then we had your song, uh, your song, Africa. Uh-huh. Yeah, beautiful. So, please, bring me your earliest musical recollection, your memory. Of my earliest musical recollection? Hi, see. Well, um, well, my earliest musical recollections, uh, usually uh, my mother playing the piano in the hallway or when I was a little boy, uh, she was learning... She was learning to play the Hammond organ and work the foot pedals. And so I was kind of small. So I remember um, going to church with her in the afternoons. And she's practicing. She already played piano pretty well. But the, but the, 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 the foot is the bass, right? Yeah, the foot pedals <laughs> on the bass of, of the Hammond organ. So she was working on her foot pedals. She would practice them in the afternoons. And yeah. uh, I wasn't in school yet, I remember. Um so I had to go with her, and I remember playing games with her in between her legs, trying to hit the hit the pedals before she reached them, and making a game out of it. And uh, she didn't mind; she was just, you uh, know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I was probably three or four. I don't know. Who was that cat? Uh, Jimmy Smith. Oh yeah. He uh, socks. He wouldn't wear shoes. And yeah. um, this cat I play with, Mike Begetta, told me he saw a gig. And he, Jimmy Smith thought these people were looking at his feet. He had a way of doing bass. He didn't want people copying. You know about yeah. that. You know Robert Johnson, too, right? Turn around so yeah. they couldn't see the hands. Yeah, well, I mean, most, most uh, organ players, they take off their shoes when they play. Is that right? Okay. My mom take off her shoes. Okay, okay, okay. Now, what about school? Were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? Oh, yeah. I was always in some kind of a school organization. You have to remember that, you know, my my mother was the director of the music at the 
at the Missionary Church of God Christ. Yeah. And so I grew up, I grew up in the band. I, I grew up into the band. Wow. Uh, she played piano, and I started studying piano when I was about five. And uh, she sent me. Uh, did she teach you? Yes, she did. Because Her, you know, and, usually and, I have and, guests on the show. And then, and then she and then she sent me down the street to Mrs. Kennan, who lived a few blocks away, who was a who was a piano teacher uh, of the neighborhood. And her son played the organ. And so she was into stuff like St. Louis blues and that kind of stuff. Although, you know, my mother's teachings were mostly gospel music. Sure. But hers hers were, were more into the blues and different things. And you know, I've had that. guests on the show. And some of the worst experiences made them all, almost want to quit music. Mm. Was the piano teacher... No, hitting them on, hitting them on the, on the, on the, on the. Yeah, yeah, there. right. Just horrible experiences, yeah, right? No, but this lady that. was great, right? No, my lady was fantastic, Mrs. Kennan. She was. Yeah. She lived to be in her nineties. Uh, she was a great piano teacher. She she taught many others before me. Sure, sure. And sure. Berkeley, talking about Berkeley, California. Berkeley. Okay. NorCal. So. What was the first record you bought with your own money? Oh, shit. So, first record you bought with your own money. Please. Oh, let's see. I think... Well, I was. I, I was asked that question because you know. Well, 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 well I, let, me, let me clarify because I, I joined the Columbia Record Club when I. Oh, was, so when did I. Was, I. Yeah, so I. For I would a dime, get right? <laughs> it's I, like yeah, for I would a dime. Get they had. But I mean, uh, but if you ask me what was my first jazz album that I bought, I think it was Coleman Hawkins and Ben Webster. Hawk. Blue saxophones. Ben Webster. Yeah. Great, great. Oh, blue saxophone. No, I, I, yeah, great cast. You'd be so nice to come home to Rosita's dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do dee da, do dee da. And, and what was the first gig you went and saw, David? Uh, you mean jazz gig? No, any gig, music. Oh, I seen. I don't know. No, you're, I, you're I your first play, one. I, I'd have to go play in church every three nights a week. Ah, so that was, yeah, your, that was your first gigs, yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember when I got my saxophone, the first day I got my saxophone, I was yeah. nine. I got my saxophone, I brought it to church that night, because my brother was already playing trumpet, and my cousin was, my brother was playing clarinet, my cousin Eddie was playing trumpet, Yeah. and my mom was playing guitar, and my father was, my mom was playing piano, and my father was playing guitar, so... Musical they family. Were just waiting for yeah. me, they were just waiting for me to get a saxophone. Yeah, yeah. And what? Alto? So I played it the same night that I first got it. Alto? The, I remember the preacher Tenor? said, like, I remember, you know, it was Alto. Okay. I remember the preacher, Reverend Daniel, said something like, oh, yo, young David, he sounds pretty spirited tonight. He just got a new saxophone, got a saxophone. And uh, he said, I sound dispirited. I, I didn't even know how to play. I was just playing 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 notes on it. I didn't even know the notes. I was just blowing. 
a couple of weeks, they didn't know. They really didn't notice. I, I kind of fit in. I kind of blended in after a couple of weeks. <laughs> I probably was playing avant garde then, but I didn't even know it. <laughs> right. right here, I want to play. Uh, what's this? Surya. Uh, Syriana Promethea. Syria Promethea, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Yeah, Syriana Promethea is a cousin of my wife that she lives in uh, Arche, uh, Italy. And she is she eats fire and she twirls fire. <laughs> her okay. name is Syriana. Syriana, so I call the album. We did a, a little concert together at the house. Uh-huh. Me, uh, me on saxophone and a bass and, uh, and her twirling fire. And she has the two other friends that twirl fire and spit fire. <laughs> and uh, I, I was thinking if, if we could continue, we could, well, all we needed was a couple of dragons and I'd have a <laughs> fire rhythm section. Okay, let's listen. Let's listen.
I were a hospice worker, I went into the room where you were laying. I would remove the flies from your eyes. Africa, if I were a hospice worker, I went into the room where you were laying. I would remove the flies from your eyes. I would sit with you day and night. I would wash your hot face with cool cloths. I would spoon feed you while cradling your skeletal head. I would empty your spoils. I would fetch you clean, fresh water. You would avoid bed sores because I would turn you over and constantly change your sheets. Africa. 
December 28, 2022. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. Red summer. The year is 2015. Nine Christians were shot By a man with a scheme A stranger who came With a mind full of fire A mother played dead In the blood of a child Red summer Red summer Red summer A child Was shot down With a toy gun In his hand The police Asked questions But nobody Was blamed The man was shot as though he were game. The demons are running with their buddies. The fiends, red summer.
from drowning in screams. Kept us from drowning in
From Pedro Show, we heard uh, Red Summer, and, and you call this band here the David Murray Quartet. Yeah, I think that's a quartet. Yeah, and then we heard. Uh, but with the singer, with the singer. And yeah, right. And then we heard All That I Are from Midwest Medicine, and then Francesca. All the things. I mean, all the things you are. Maybe. Uh, Fra Francesca, well, yeah, I don't know. These guys, their main band. I remember uh, I played with them, shared the stage with them. And then Francesca, David Murray, yeah. Octet, Revival. Yeah, that album is, 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 is almost released. It'll be released within two days from now. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, right. and Francesca right. is one of the songs that I wrote for okay. my wife, in fact. Francesca. Chanelli Murray, and uh, yes, I wrote that song for her. It's called Francesca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, it's to see her. So, I'm not talking like graduated high from school, but like in the afternoon, did you do uh, the garage band? The basement, a uh, bedroom band, you know, basement. You know what I'm I saying? A, I know, I, I know I, you play I in church in and band. stuff. Yeah. Okay. I've been in many bands, garage bands, and I couldn't wait to be out of the garage band. <laughs> okay. okay. I did that. We had a band called the Notations of Soul. Yeah. We had a band in One Piece. We had a, there was a band called Mixed Company. Yeah. All in the Bay Area. Yeah, I did a lot. I played with a lot of bands. We played, we played in front of groups called like the Pneumonics and, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember. I, I, played, I played in every kind of situation in the Bay Area and we played in LA. Really? Oh, uh, I had bands. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we played, we played at the, uh, I played the Chitlin Circuits and all that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did all that growing up, and I, I just couldn't really wait to, to to be in front of a band, a jazz band of my own, and and not be behind some singers, bad singers. Oh, you mean around. like a si side man? Yeah, you know, being in the horn section. Yeah. I mean, I, I just couldn't wait to get away from that. To me, that was just a, it was just a terrible musical experience. I know it was a, it was gaining experience, but. Yeah, I really, really was was so happy to be away from R and B and blues and all that kind. I wanted to be a jazz musician. I, to me, I wanted to be in front of my own quartet. But don't you think blues is a big part of jazz? 
Yeah, it is, but I got to. When I, I hear John Coltrane, I'm, 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 I'm not tired of playing the Estes or the room and the new rules. No, no, I, I, I understand the genre stuff. Yeah, yeah. But when, when I hear John Coltrane, I hear blues. Cousin Mary. Yeah, we all play blues. Yeah. is part of jazz, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I hate the blues itself. I just hate it playing in those joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Racket. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we make barely any money. Right. In st- so when you got your own band, like you said, what you enjoyed was having your own band. Sure. I couldn't wait to get to New York to get my own band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also kind of scary. But, well, you know, when I came to New York, yeah. I came to New York on independent study from Pomona College. And I was doing, the, I came to New York, you know, I was doing the history of the saxophone yeah. since 1988. And, uh, you know, uh, I... I, 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 it was all happening in front of me. I was I was writing my reports on uh, from for my uh, second semester of my sophomore year, and, uh, and and loft jazz was happening in front of me. And I I really I did an interview with Dewey Redman once. He said, "Man, put down that and pick up your saxophone." Of course, I had the saxophone all the time, but yeah. In other words, I, I at that point I just really knew that I wasn't going to go back to college, what I was going to do. I wasn't going to go back and give my report even. I was just going to, I was just going to do what they're doing in loft jazz. And that's what I did. And I became one of the, one of the main influences in loft jazz by doing that. I was everywhere. Uh, I, I was everywhere uh, trying to play with everyone. And I was well prepared. You know, I, 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 I had what it took to, uh, the only thing was I, I went through the door of the avant-garde, but then I was playing other gigs uptown, and I was playing every gig that came to me, standards, whatever, you know, because I was prepared, because I had been through big band training. I, I had studied in church music. I had studied all kinds of music, blues. Yeah. So I, I, I think I knew a little more than the average avant-garde um, guys that were that were doing loft jazz. I mean, I knew, I knew a little bit more of my horn they did. So I was able to excel quickly, and I I, I found out how to play loud. And I had a big sound, and, uh, you know, and then I started making records, and the uh, next thing I know, 40 years have gone by. <laughs> 40 years, yeah. Uh, I just turned 65. It, yeah. it's, a, it, it's a trip about time. <laughs> you cannot. Yeah, that's, I'll be 68 in a few, few weeks. Okay, okay. So we know. Yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Maybe you playing with those R&B bands helped. It's all, <laughs> you know what I mean? All investment in, in the next day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I used to have to back up people like Tyrone Davis and, you know, like that. I remember Tyrone Davis. (laughs) Yes, come to town. Uh, You know, you play by them. You'd be be in the band. I'd ask you to organize the horn section. You know, I play with a lot of people. All the Bay Area. They all know me. I want to play... 
all the things you are. are. <laughs> Make two. Let's listen. Yeah. Yeah, Don Pullen. <laughs>
sick of hearing it every day. I've got the political blues. Katrina broke the levy today. I gotta get on up out of here. Find some good news coming my way. Gonna take the iron. Gonna fly to another continent. Gonna take the iron. Gonna fly on off to another continent. Gonna climb the Great Wall of China and ask Chairman Mao exactly what he meant. I've got the political blues. The country's in another war. I've got the political blues. Homeless is knocking on my front door. Wanna drive to Florida and Ohio and find out how they cheated Harry and Gore. I've got the political blues. We're stuck with Bush. Chain and rice. Got the political blues. The Republican Party is not very nice. Gonna take the metro line down to Washington and give them some good advice. Keep your politics to yourself and leave the brown countries alone. Keep your politics to yourself. Leave the third world alone. And while you're at it, hit up on your cell phone and warn about about your wrong. Face 
to the politics of our time. I've got to pull it up the blue. Hurricane Katrina broke the levee today. I've got to pull it up the blue. African Americans and the poor people are floating home. America's face fell off when they made a homeless shelter out of the Superdome. about sex uh, phone players you respect? Oh, saxophone players. Well, I heard Sonny Rollins play when I oh, was yeah. 
when, when, when I, somehow he played at the Berkeley Jazz Festival. I don't know if his band didn't show up, but he was there by himself. And I heard him play. I don't know. I must have been 13, 14. I don't know. And um, I, I just bought some. I just got uh, received my wife and her daughter. Uh, they they gave me as a Christmas present this new book by Levy about Sonny Rollins. Yeah. And and, and I, there's a few quotes of me in there, Sonny Rollins, and they talk about where I, I spoke of hearing Sonny Rollins when I was 14. And then the next day, the day I told my dad that I had to get a tenor because I was making it. But Sonny Rollins had a, had a tenor. And so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Coltrane okay. went from alto to, I think that was uh, Clean Head Vincent. Yeah, but he, I'm talking he, about... He asked yeah, him to I, switch, right? Yeah, well, he didn't ask me. I asked my father. Okay. And we went to the credit union and got a tenor the next day. But it was Sonny Rollins who inspired me to play the tenor. No, yeah, Sonny Rollins, great cat. But I didn't know Sonny Rollins at the time. I didn't meet him until I came to New York. I saw him in New York. But uh, yeah, uh, the, the the bottom. Uh, what was it called? The the bottom. The God, I can't remember the club. The bottom the, the, line. Yeah. Yeah, he plays the bottom line. I've seen him there. He had great tone. He had great uh, phrase. Yeah, incredible cat. Yeah, he's yeah. still great. Yeah, yeah. I think he quit, though, right? Yeah, but he's still, he's still on the planet. Yeah, he is still on the planet, but, but I think he quit the, the saxophone. Yes, he has. A couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, okay, besides Sonny Rollins, and, and any other cats? What about oh, the old, I, what, what about the, uh, I, you, I, you said about uh, Hawk, right? Lester Young, Prez. I love, yeah. I love the people that Sonny Rollins loved, you know, starting with Coleman Hawkins. Coleman Hawkins is the beginning of the jazz saxophone, to me, the rhythm that we know as contemporary saxophone. Uh-huh. And, and through him, all the saxophone players went through him, including Charlie Parker. Uh, and I particularly like Paul Gonzalez with the Duke Ellington band. Um, oh yeah, yeah, great! I had a chance to play with a, a few great people, Archie Shep. Uh, I had a chance to play. I got with to Charles see Archie Shep uh, solo. Yeah, incredible yeah. cat. Yeah. He so was, Charles you know what? Sanders. He was doing blues. He was singing into the saxophone these blues chants. It was beautiful. It was up yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I, and Farrell Saunders. Farrell, yeah, maybe saw him five, six times. Yeah, incredible uh, kid. No, he he, know, I mean, I, I he died. He passed away the day after John Coltrane's birthday. Mm. That's right. Yeah, and it was, it was the solstice. No equinox. Yes, a, equinox. I'm sorry. Equinox. Equinox. Yes. It was the equinox because there's that song. Uh, boom! 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 Boom, boom, boom. John Coltrane, right? Equinox. Ba-da-na. Yes. Ba-da-na. 
Yeah, he. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Man, he played a lot, though. He fit in a lot of. Yeah, only 40 years old. Yeah, I mean, and then there's the World Saxophone Quartet, my brothers. From the oh, World yeah, Saxophone. yeah, yeah. Emmett Blewett and Oliver Lake and Julius Hemphill and uh, Arthur Blythe. And sure. Like that. James Spalding. A lot of people came through that band, but the original band with, with Hemphill. Yeah. Uh, was some of my favorite saxophone players. And uh, Oliver Lake is still playing. Yeah. No, he, well, he's not playing so much, but he's. He's still on the planet, and he's uh, he's conducting his music. And we're both we're both alive. Real, real, really interesting about that. Uh, you know the idea. Now, I, I oh no, you say jazz, right? But uh -huh. in a way, I kind of think music is music. Do, 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 what do you think, David? Isn't genre kind of dangerous? Well, I, I don't know. I study jazz, so I say jazz. A lot of people like to use great black music or black classical music. I don't know. I don't. I, 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 all I know is when when we were we had we, we we were coming through the Alps one time and coming into Austria and Germany. Yeah. And uh, and a, a car window burst in one of the tunnels, and uh, we went to go get it fixed it uh, we went to a Mercedes place and it was a Sunday and and we called the number on the on the front of the place and a guy the man the driver who was driving us around a German guy Gunter, asked uh, he said look he had a he had some quartet or quartet jazz group that was and the guy said oh jazz I love jazz he came down and fixed the window you know, got out of his bed and came fixed it for costs, you know. So, I mean, that word jazz, you know, people understand. It might have some good connotations. It might have some bad connotations. But I studied my whole life to be a jazz musician, so I'm not going to change the name now. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, just the idea not, of, of I, you know, music. I love music. Rhythm, notes. Uh, melody, a uh, harmony. It's like Duke Ellington says, jazz yeah. is accompaniment to the world's greatest duet, a man and a woman going steady. <laughs> you know, for, for a while, he had two bass players. That's right. Yeah, very interesting. And he had to keep up with Sonny. <laughs> His drummer... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I think about those bases, you know, to to move them around, yeah, you know, especially airplane. Jesus. Yeah, well, Duke Ellington's, you know, his only band. If if the people didn't come to show up to pick yeah. him up at the airports, his whole band could travel in five taxis. <laughs> Five taxes. Yeah, five taxes would take his whole band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stuff you learn as a band leader. Yeah, what about being... Because you were talking about side man, but you like band leader. 
I've been a band leader all my life. Yeah. Even in the garage bands. In the garage bands. <laughs> yeah, because that yeah, because that co leader shit never works. That that co op band stuff never seems yeah. to work. Right. For for me. For me. No, it seems that's like gotta def- you, you gotta, gotta have some kind of focus, right? Yeah, you know, it'd be that's like a football team not having a coach. Right, right. And just bledge and Democracy, right? Uh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay, but, not in but you need to feel. You need to feel general too. Yeah, or or, or at least yeah, somebody put, to point the way. Mm. What about songwriting? I wrote a lot of songs. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of inspiration. What, what, to write what's your songs. philosophy about that? Find a beautiful woman and write about her. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be inspired. It's called a muse, I guess. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. A muse. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but I, but I like, you know, I, I like the song form. I like the fact that, you know, you can play songs that are standards, and you get tired of playing standards, and then you can write songs that are like standards. You make your own standards eventually, once you once you figure out the schemes and the. And the eight bar passages, and the, and the bridges, and the, the intros, and the exit, the outros. You know, it's it's like a, you make a plan. A, a song can you you can you could you'd be surprised how fast you can write a song, or how how slow you can write a song. Some songs come quickly. Some songs are forced. Some songs come out of the sky. You know, beautiful, but you beautiful, have to be David. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. December 28, 2022, Dish and Pedro Show special guest, David Murray. Yeah. Hold tight for hour three. Yes. December 28, be, uh... 2022. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
from a cat named uh, Ort Smog. And then Rainbows for Julie. For Julie. Yeah, for Julie. Yeah. yeah. David Murray, Ju Brave New World. Tr Trump? What, what, what's, it, what's this group called? That was called? a trio. trio. That was a trio. Oh, okay. So, 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 so. Uh, that was a trio. So, David Murray, Brave New World Trio? Yes. Okay. And I, I just wanted to make an announcement that I'm, yeah, going to go be playing at the, I'm going to be playing at the Getty Museum. It will be my first time bringing out my quartet um, uh, with Marcia Sanchez on pianos, piano yeah. and Luke Stewart on the bass. And... Um, Casa Overhaul on drums. We're going to come out to play the the day after the, the opening of the exhibition of Dawood Bay and Carrie Mae Weems, who are two prominent uh, photographers that right. asked me to play at the Getty on their behalf. So I'll be bringing the band out for that. You know, Yanko, I believe, Yanko believe this, David, but a friend of mine here in my town Richard fucking Bonnie, this guy put in all the toilets at that, at that, yeah, he's a plumber, and he installed all the toilets. Well, I'll go flush every one of them. <laughs> that place, that's, that's, actually, that's that place is great. I, I, I saw Hieronymus Bosch show there. Oh, my God. I, I oh, love the I Getty Center. In, yeah, in his exhibition in Spain. Mm. Oh, what Prado? Brush, yeah, yeah, yeah at the Prado. Yeah, you, you know the first time I went there, uh -huh. I was uh -huh. staying at a hotel right next to it, and I didn't know that they call him El Bosco. Ah, uh, right. They don't call him yeah. Hieronymus Bosch. They call him El Bosco, like El Greco. El Bosco. Right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, it was quite quite an eye opening. Absolutely, and I, absolutely. I think, I think I Picasso and all that too. I travel. I go to museums all the time, so I'm always 
I'm always. I'm, sometimes I play in them. Sometimes I just go on my days off. Yeah, I mean, I think they have seven of his paintings, and uh, mm. a lot of Goya. I mean, Prado has all kinds of stuff. It's it's just great place, but I think there's seven Hieronymus Bosch, and 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 there's no glass. You you mm. can, yeah, painted on wood. You can. It's so much different than a book. Yeah. True. Yeah, just something, something about that. Uh, something about that. Yes. Uh, Sa Sam Rivers. Mm -hmm. You like him? Oh, yeah. I, I like saw him, him a I couple times. I, yeah. I, I, I knew Sam Rivers very well. Yeah. I played at the studio Rippy. They asked me to play at the old studio Rippy in January, but uh, Dave Burrell is going to play there instead. Okay. Uh, and, and the saxophone player, I forget his name, but they're going to play a duet there in, in January. Uh, um, let, let me play this. Uh, Lovers? Oh, Lovers, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the old quartet.
That song "Lovers" was written for a scene in a play. Okay. The play that was a, it was an anti-nuclear play, written by by Amiri Baraka that we did in New York City. Okay. And that song, he gave me eighteen words, and they ended up being eighteen songs. And this is one of the this is one of the eighteen words. It's called "Lovers." Okay. Then we had Mensa Mensa from If Bawana, and after that, Morning Song. Morning Song. Yeah. Uh, I wrote that. I wrote that song for my mother. She used to play the piano to wake us up in the morning uh-huh. from the hallway. And as the t- my father was a garbage man for the city of Berkeley, uh-huh. he went to work at five thirty. Sure. So she played. She practiced the piano between five thirty and seven thirty when we had to wake up. Yeah, and she got louder and louder at seven thirty. We had to wake up, so I called it. It was our wake up call for the sure, morning. Sure, so sure. Alarm clock. Yeah, that was my mother, Catherine. Yeah. So you morning, but not with a U. Morning, like A.M. Yeah, morning, like absolutely. M-O-N-I-N-G. <clears throat> absolutely, I'm not absolutely. morning. It's just the morning time. And besides uh, this uh, gig at the uh, Getty, what you got next planned? We're playing at the Village Vanguard the 17th oh, to the really? 20th okay. of January. The same group. This quartet. Yeah, with Monica, Monica. Marta Sanchez on piano, Luke Stewart on bass, and Casa Overall on drums. This is going to be our debut of New York City. All Canadian cats? No, no, it's the New York people. Oh, they are? Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just in Canada for the, Hollywood, the holidays. I don't live here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I live in New York. Man, <laughs> you think I would never, it's too cold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, snow can, can you imagine? No, southern Canada is like yeah, the, the north part. God, and, and, and there was just a big uh, freeze, right? Yeah, it just snowed five inches overnight. And now, five inches, Jesus. Oh. Now, but you're raised in Berkeley, NorCal. Yes, or uh, yes. East, East Bay, East Bay. I'm Berkeley, and. Southern California, yeah, spoiled California people. <laughs> yeah, I love California. My brother lives in, in SoCal. Really? What part? SoCal. Yeah. Uh, right next, right, right next to Santa Cruz. Oh, Cruz. Santa Cruz. It's a, it's called SoCal. It's right next door to Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Oh, wow. Santa Cruz, right on the ocean, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sur- you know, you know uh, the nickname Surf the Sea City. Lions, Surf City. Surf City, yeah. They 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 had a war with Huntington Beach over who could call themselves Surf City. And there's this. Well, I don't know. Uh, here's this place in uh, Santa Cruz called. Uh, it's a pier, and all these sea lions. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I was there a few. I was there a few weeks ago. Okay, I go there all that. the time. You know, yeah. My brother lives not far. Yeah, great place. 
little, yeah. little cooler. Uh, we're 400 miles south, so. I, I guess we are. Different. Yeah, a little different, a little different. But still California. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can't beat the bear, you know. And what about the quartet? Are you going to record? Yeah, we are. So as soon as some record company comes to me with a great idea. <laughs> does that still happen? Yes, it does. That's how I did the last trio. Yeah, but it seems like record I need to quartet right away. David, it seems like record companies have died. Yeah, well, I'm not dead. No, no, Nobody. not you, not you, but the record, the idea of the record company. It seems people put well, out their own music now on the band camp and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I'm not going that way. I mean, I, I've i done over 200 records, so I, I, know, the, yeah. I know the record business pretty <laughs> well. Jesus. But, uh, but uh, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make my own record sales. The record companies they have to hone up and have to be become real record companies, not be distributors. Good point. Good point. Mm. Mm. Good point. And mm. uh, advice to young musicians. Practice. Practice while you're young, because when you get have kids, they, they go to your practice hours. Practice. John Coltrane and Eric Dolphy, right? <laughs> they like to 10-hour prax. Sonny Rollins. Sonny Rollins, too, under the bridge, right? Under the bridge, in his house, wherever. Oh. So but, you know, you have to study. You have to practice by yourself, and then you have to practice with a band. And you, you, you have to do both. You have to you have to have experience on the bandstand and practice alone. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, I, get your publishing. I really, I really thank you for being on the show. It's a big honor to have you aboard. Thank you so much. I, well, I appreciate it. It was, just, it was yeah. fun for me, and okay. I, I like to hear, send the show to us so we could hear it. Yeah, in about two hours. I will send a, a link, and you can listen to it. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Love you, David. Well, thank, thank you for the call. All yes, right. Yes, I love you, too. Thank okay. you for having me. Absolutely, brother. Uh, <laughs> December 28, 2022. What for Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.